Hello and welcome to Reality Blows. My name is Nick Maritato. I'm Ashley Burke Roberts. This is a podcast all about reality television. That it is. We also talk a buttload about our lives living together in wonderful Bushwick, Brooklyn on this episode. Well... We're going to get into it, folks. Finally, it is here. Temptation Island Season 2, the final bonfire and the reunion. We're going to talk all about it, folks. What? We finally planned it in the correct way? I know, I know, I know. I mean, sure, we're very late. I mean, we must be a month late at this point. We were too early, and now we're late. So we were too, that's right. <laughs> if you guys remember correctly, uh, we plugged the uh, recap of yeah. the final bonfire. We're going to watch the final bonfire, guys. It's going to be awesome. And then next week's episode is going to be all about it. And then instead of showing even the first part of the bonfire, they just showed the last dates. And we were like, never mind, guys. Hmm. We're three weeks early. We fucked up. But then the holidays happened. And you know, we had to talk about that. Yeah, the holidays happened. And, uh, it kind of just puts a kind of a wrench into the entire situation. Yeah. Well, we did our Southern Charm recap. We had to jump on that. And yeah. Temptation Island just kept getting pushed to the side, but not anymore. No, we are going to actually talk about it today, folks. And uh, I hope you're ready for it. I hope you remember it. Um, Ashley and I had to quiz each other before we started recording. So we- I have a special treat for you, too. What? I have a something I have not told you about that I'm oh. going to discuss. I really thought it was going to be like a cookie or something. No, oh, okay. you wouldn't eat that. <laughs> no, I wouldn't. I've tried to give you cookies before. <laughs> I really wish I could eat a cookie right now in my life, but it is too close to the first of the year, and I just can't eat a goddamn cookie. Speaking of, we, um, we launched a Patreon. At the beginning of the year, oh, folks, we launched a Patreon, and our first episode was all about our 2020 goals, yes, and, and resolutions. resolutions, and also our New Year's Eve. So, if you're wondering yeah. why we're not talking about that on today's podcast, it's because we talked about it for an hour and 20 minutes yeah. on the Patreon, folks. Uh, Patreon.com/slash uh, Reality Blows. Uh, five bucks a month will get you two extra episodes of us, and we're going to be doing a lot of fun things on there. And guess what? A bunch of you actually signed up for this thing, and a bunch of you already heard that podcast. And if you enjoyed it, tell your friends, because we are having a blast doing it. And you also get a sticker. And you get a sticker. Guys, we're going to send those stickers out a real quick, and y'all are going to have a really cool sticker with our faces on it. And, and some extra content. There's going to be more content. Also, I want to make like more stuff. So, yeah. Like, uh, well, I need to put up the pictures of my bullet journal, yes. my spread, because yes, I, we talked about that on the Patreon. You should make a note of that, because we really put make a note in your bullet journal, yes. because we really want to make sure that everybody can check out all that fun stuff you were talking about. Ashley, um, I'm sure like longtime listeners know, uh, big bullet journal fan, and she made a huge decision on the first. We can't tell you about it. <laughs> We can't tell you about it because that's behind the old Patreon wall. So if you want to hear about Ashley's huge decision, I also made like I admitted some things on this. You that, shared a secret. Guys, it's stuff that is too scandalous it's for too a free juicy. podcast. It's too juicy for the pod. I actually couldn't believe. Anyway, we're talking too much too about much that. Too much about Let's it. Move on. Look at Lily with her carrot full of catnip. Lily got a carrot full of catnip for Christmas. Yeah, and folks, you guys heard about it on last week's pod. She, It's like her boyfriend it, now. It really is. She kind of kisses it and nuzzles up against it and she texts it and then it doesn't text back and then she gets really sad and then she asks her friends what the rules are <laughs> and she says well you gotta wait two days and stuff and yada, as yada, if yada. she as if she understands english she's now rubbing her head on it and looking <laughs> at us and the carrot is kind of pointed in the direction where it's by her head she looks like a little carrot unicorn right Aww. now guys it's the cutest thing if you were here you'd love it also i do want to mention and just because we launched a patreon doesn't mean we can't keep mentioning this folks 
Rate us five stars on the Apple Podcast app and every other place you can rate us on the old interwebs just because we want to make sure our ratings are as high as possible and we want glowing reviews from all our fans. I guess we're trying. I guess the new goal is to get to 100 five-star reviews by the end of the year. <laughs> by 2021. <laughs> Guys, we're really close. We like almost have 90. I think we're like 10 away. Yeah. yeah. We we started in November being like, we're going to get to 100 by the end of the year. Yeah. And we came very close. You know what was actually more rewarding, though, than getting 100 five-star reviews? What was that? The nice stuff people wrote. It's Dude, so awesome. Y'all are saying super nice things that I almost feel like I don't deserve. I it's, like our listeners. Wild. Yeah, listen, our listeners are fantastic, especially the ones that reach out to us at Reality Blows Pod on Twitter, at Reality Blows Podcast on Instagram. And of course, write us lengthy emails that include pictures of your cat. What up, Shante? Uh, at Reality Blows Podcast at gmail.com. That's actually the neighbor's cat. But oh, I do appreciate me. that. Any, any sort of cat we ever care, uh, ever we like to see cats. Folks. Yeah, That's we do enjoy it. to see. We enjoy cats. Folks, we've had a. Uh, it's been tough for us to get back in the real world uh, because we uh, spent. Uh, we were away for the holidays, both New Year's and Christmas. We were in different locations. We were, we were together. In we were together. Locations. We were in North Carolina for Christmas and then New Jersey for New Year's. Coming back here, it's like feels like we're in a place that I don't really know as well, like an old friend. Yeah, being it's back hard. On our nice, our nice new couch, as you guys know. I'm excited. I'm like craving stability. Like I have this post-holiday sort of, um, I, I don't know. I feel, Malaise. Yeah, or just, yeah, a little bit of a, I don't want to say full-on depression, but like it's a little melancholy. A Are post you depressed? I'm not depressed, but it's a post-holiday melancholy. Where Open I'm up like, your one of those journals. Let me read that a little I bit. I have so many journals. Yeah, I know. It's actually the stack of journals I'm looking at. I tried to open one up. I know, folks. It's it's Stop against trying the to read my rules. journal. But, you know, I just kind of feel like sometimes I got to check in on my little baby. See what's <laughs> going on with her. Um, I don't appreciate she it. She made me put it down. Yeah, of course. Uh, so, yeah, what you're feeling, you're feeling melancholy. Well, I'm just feeling like a little out of sorts, you know, like. I think it's because, you know, we travel so much during the holidays that I don't ever actually feel rested. There's no resting during this period of rest. It feels like the whole world is resting, right? Because people um, in, in our little world, our comedy world, people are not really being as active on the internet, which I appreciate. Shout out to all the comedians that we're not tweeting as much as usual. Um, it's like we all agree to just kind of chill out for a couple weeks or a week. But because there's so much travel involved, I don't feel... Do you feel rested? No. Um, mostly because I started like a new little gig for the month of January, like literally the 30th of December. Yeah. And got all, I was off on the eve and on the first of the year, and then I had to go back to this job. So I didn't... like. My New Year's felt like it started a couple days prior, and yeah. I, I felt I've kind of we didn't do anything really huge on New Year's, like, and I was happy about that, right? Um, and uh, but no, I feel I feel like it's the new year, but I also feel like I've had more stuff to do in the past week than I've had in the past. I would say since God, Jul like August, I was in yeah. a, I was in a bad time from August till about I would say December. Maybe till maybe November, maybe Thanksgiving. Like I understand that does encompass our Disney trip and <laughs> us getting engaged. I know that those. Yeah, were, what's that about? What do you well, mean a bad time? 
you know what I mean. Are you by saying that. financially? I would say financially, it's yeah. been tough for me, but also like it's just I, I just kind of get bummed out towards the end of the year. You know right. what I mean? I'm like anticipating new the new year, and I'm I have all these aspirations for the next year and I and I start looking back on my year prior and I'm like like did I get enough done and so you start doing that in August well I did this time and that was mostly based on the fact that my job ended and then I real I have with being like a freelancer and a person that works in entertainment and Ashley you know this our jobs are not like forever jobs so you have to kind of plan accordingly, and if you don't, there are you can have long dry spells from like getting good paychecks. What's nice about the entertainment industry is you get paid too much to do stuff that you feel like you shouldn't be paid for. Right. Uh, things that you wish that you would just want to do on your own. And You're all like, of a sudden, well, I would do this for exactly, free. Exactly, but you can't, you learn as you an adult, you that. can't say that. You have to be like, yeah, of course this is what I deserve. Well, and it's also like you're getting paid for all the free work that came before. Exactly. So you think it's a lot of money, but really when you put in, you divide it by the hours put in, you're making like a dollar an hour. And if you spend money the way I spend money, it's not a lot of money. So, um, you know, it's it's it becomes kind of tough when you hit these dry spells. I've noticed uh, uh, that the winter for me, the end of the year, the last quarter of the year tends to be my dry spell. Because we have bit, we have a lot of work in the summer, yeah. And I, I particularly get uh, the past few years have been getting a lot of work in the first quarter of the year, and that's yeah. actually happening right now. Yeah. So it's it's nice just the way the seasons go, where I kind of feel like if I now I'm like in the place where it's like if I plan for the winter, I'll be able to have enough money to not feel depressed because it's not like I'm bankrupt, folks. Like I have money in the bank. It's just like when you live in the most expensive city in the world, you look at your funds and. And you're like, y'all, I have to like literally just live under my bed for three months. Well, something people don't realize about New York is like if you want to leave the house, there is a huge chance you're going to spend $50. Yes. And um, goddamn, if I don't quite often spend $50 before the crack of noon, that's not true, but it feels like it sometimes. But you're just like out in the world and like things come up and things happen and all of a sudden, boom, here's $10, here's $10. Now you took the wrong train and now you got to take a cab because you're going to be late. It's just, it's, it's all, lot. it's a, a lot. lot. And then also it's like not the most um, uh, easy going life. No, of course not. Especially, especially, especially in the winter time. It's very hard in the winter. New York City. I mean, you see, like you're watching things like Home Alone two, and you're like, "Wow, look at this place!" You know, it's great. New York City in the winter for me tends to be some of the most depressing times uh, a person can spend. What has changed in my life that I uh, has kind of changed things for me is I have a nice little family, you and Lily, to spend it with, and so it has made it umpteen times better than it was when I maybe first moved here. Um, and so it, it's copable. Um, but I know that you, when I met you, you used to have really bad times in the winter. Well, I'm just not used to, um, how do I put this? It, it's as simple as New York in the winter, it's hard to get around. 
it's just hard to it's, get around. I mean, like, really, like to get you, to the place you need to go, you yeah. have to bundle up like crazy yeah. and then like fight the world. Fight the world. Everyone's in a bad mood. And then you're constantly shifting from like freezing cold temperatures to incredibly hot temperatures that you're not in control of. Like the train, like you'll go from like being really cold outside to being on a very packed hot train and you're trying to get out of your sleeping bag coat to being like incredibly cold again. Everyone, it's... It, the the hustle and bustle of New York is so less friendly when everyone is freezing. And the gook and the gunk, folks. This is the other thing. Like, we really do not have any, um, like, the cleaning of the streets, it gets done. You know, it's mandatory. But it doesn't, it, it gets done in a way that it just turns what you would think, like, a winter wonderland would look like. And this is particularly when it snows and stuff. What a winter wonderland would look like versus uh, for like a half hour like you look outside your window in the morning and go oh look at it it's like beautiful out it's there it's so pretty and then all of a sudden the people who put the who, with the the snow plows and the, then street they put sweepers, the street sweepers and, and then, then the people with the dogs and the sand and then the, the salt the, the salt and the sand that they put down and all it's of like, a sudden everything is brown and frozen brown <laughs> and frozen and disgusting and like, you better believe you are going to slip and fall on your butt at least once I don't care how expensive of your galoshes are you're gonna slip on something you're gonna slip now take all that gunk and that gook put it on like a on two million people's the bottom of their shoes and pants now put them like in stores uh because everybody's walking everywhere. put them yeah. in subways yeah. where it's like anywhere you sit there's a puddle of black water it, it's like it's so mandatory disgusting. to take off your shoes before you enter your house i mean for real but, i mean that's that should be mandatory ever, everywhere everywhere anyway. but, but like still. in new york in the winter like you gotta have some house shoes you know i had a similar this is like um, kind of piggybacking off what you were saying earlier. I didn't realize this until this very moment while you were talking about it, but I also had a similar job situation with August because it's like you don't realize it when it's happening, but when you go back and you think about it. So in in June, July, and August, I was um, you know hired to host a children's podcast that was going to be on a children's network. And so we were taping like every day and that was uh, very exciting. And I thought, that that was going to be something and then the the NPR show I write for I write do you guys know I'm sure you know I write for a national public radio show called ask me another um it was going on tour there was like a Texas tour and so we were getting ready for that so we were like meeting every other day and then there were kids in comedy and so you know August and July especially felt very 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 busy and I kind of assumed I would ride that wave into um the winter but instead of jobs it got replaced sort of with like family events and that that is the that is my issue with being a freelancer is that you um you'll have all this momentum and then you will just think well it's going to pick up again but then you find yourself in 2020 um and that that's my story it's a great story <laughs> ashley mcroberts <laughs> but um, you have a job now and that's great yeah i have a job um and it's tough for me to get up early in the morning you're doing great. Um, actually, it's not that tough. I, I always think it's going to be tougher than it is, but Nick is he's been okay. he's waking up. He's making coffee. He's um he's sticking. I, I bought like a little uh thing that so I can bring. I'm trying to not buy so much coffee out in the world unless it's absolutely necessary. And so I've bought a little coffee holder, and uh, now I really like it. I really like this coffee holder. It's vacuum sealed. Yeah. So it stays really hot. Sometimes he was it's about too to, hot. He was going to take it back to Target, and then his sister was like, "No." 
you need that. Yeah, I, f- I had buyer's remorse just because we have versions of it at our house, but like none of them that I actually would ever. Are you guys use. always looking for the perfect coffee travel mug? Yeah. Is this your? Un- is this the unicorn? You're I wish I had for? it. I would tell you what it is, but I'm always looking for the perfect water bottle. It's either too small or uh, it's I can't clean it. Yeah, you have a hundred of big. them. It's crazy. I'm just looking for the right one. Uh, so this one is actually quite perfect. It's big enough. It fits in a coffee holder. It has a handle, so you can actually drink it like a normal cup of coffee if you're like at your desk or something. My big thing about the handle is I wanted to be able to clip a carabiner to it so then I yeah. can clip my coffee mug to my backpack. Aren't you worried that you're going to get like some drippage on the body? No, this thing is vacuum sealed like seriously. And here's how I know that it's for real. I, first day going to this job with this new coffee cup. I'm on the L train. Uh, I'm a little tired, but I'm, you know, I got my coffee in me. Uh, I got a seat, you know, I get to be early enough on the train during the week that I get a seat on the L train, which is rare. I didn't even know that was possible. It's possible. I mean, not to get too involved in the New York City train system, but it is during rush hour impossible to get a seat unless you're like living, you know, the ass ass of queens or the balls of brooklyn like well, you have to i go. would say from 9 a.m to 11 30 a.m it's impossible to get a seat on the l train um right so i would say that uh um, so you must be getting on it at like seven 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 to seven ten you can get on this thing if it's seven fifteen you can't but then mm. eight o'clock you can there's Ooh, like a weird like there's a dip well i think it's like where most people work who live in this part of town yeah uh, they need to be at work at like 9 a.m. or like 8.30 on the dot, yeah. you know? And so like there is like two or three trains that reach our stop that if you're in these in that window, you're not going to get a seat. But if you're a little before or a little after, you're fine. It's it's a strange thing that I kind of isolated and noticed last year. And I'm, I'm still unsure of exactly which train it's going to be, but I, I have been having good luck. Um, sometimes I do not want to sit on the train because I feel like it makes me retired. Um, not oh, retired like I'm not working anymore, but tired but just again. Kinda, you're like, oh, this is comfy. It reinvigorates my tiredness. I could stay here. It's like I just woke up. But you know? it's hard to read when you're standing up. That's my issue. Well, I'm between books right now, so yeah. I haven't been reading. Oh, I've been okay. podcasting. Um, the and, train is my reading time. Right, and it usually is my reading time, too. I kind of feel like the next book I'm going to read is a fiction book. Oh. And for some reason, I'm going to a job that... Um, right now my job requires me to sort of uh, live in the real world and so the idea of starting a new book of fiction yeah it it feels like am I gonna really like for the next 35 minutes just get involved in like uh, a world that is not my own and then wake up and have to do my own job for the next 11 hours right right and then go home like to me it's just like I'd rather hear like the news you know like something are you listening to the daily I used to listen to the daily I do not listen to the daily anymore I don't know why I cut it out it was such a good thing I think it was becoming like mandatory listening for me yeah oh I know exactly why I cut it out in 2019 I pretty much cut out all like politics stuff I, I think for the most of the year um I was getting too involved in, yeah you were in getting politics. you and, were getting a little obsessive well because I the stuff I like to listen to are like daily shows where people talk for like three hours yeah I, I can't I you know how much reality tv I'm required to watch you a week? do consume so much content it's insane and so it's it really is your job no one's paying you for it no. but it is well like, a few people are paying us for now to yeah to, that's to consume, true which I enjoy but um, it does seem like you take it very seriously I want to talk about the, I didn't um, finish what I was oh, saying, okay. so I, I put a little mental uh, okay. dog ear in this. Okay. okay, so my coffee cup. 
This is how I know oh it's vacuum God. sealed. This is how far <laughs> we've gotten from it. So I'm, I'm on the L train. I get up. I, I'm transferring at um, 14th Street and 6th Avenue. I'm going to walk to the one train. As I exit the L train to the platform, my coffee cup slips out of my hand. Not my coffee cup's fault. There's a lot of grip. I just kind of let it go. This thing bounces. It's closed. Okay, it bounces off the platform, does like a triple Lindy backflip, and then lands on the platform. I scoop it up, not a drop displaced. Wow. I mean, and this thing made a like a like a noise. I mean, it woke MFers up who were sleeping <laughs> on that train. Nothing. And I just picked it up, scooped it up like it was a fumble, like on a, in a football, and I just kind of walked to my train, didn't look. You know, if you make if you trip in the city, you just don't acknowledge it. Yeah. You know? People are looking at you, they're laughing at you in their head. But uh, you just don't acknowledge it. You keep walking. And God damn it, this thing didn't move. And I was like, this is it. This was a sign. This is the one for me. So, yes. Well, it did move. It, it bounced. Oh, it bounced. But I'm talking about like the liquid the in coffee. it. Nothing. No yeah. spillage. No nothing. Yeah. Didn't break. It was brilliant. Yeah. And so I was like, all right, this is the way. This is my coffee mug. I, I just put the Nick Maritato seal of approval by dropping the thing on a platform. And so, folks, one day I'm going to get that thing in front of me and I'm going to I'm gonna recommend what it is and you guys are all going to go back and buy it. And that's going to be Team Nick's coffee mug. That's that's how you guys, everybody, if you're Team Nick, you're going to get this coffee mug. I bought it at Target. Ashley and I went to Target. We've talked enough about Target. You know, I think we have. Can I talk about 51st Jokes? You know what? Let's do it. Okay, so every year in New York City, there's this big event on like the first Friday of the year called 51st Jokes. And it's at this huge... Um, uh, space. I, what do you what do you call that? The Bell House. Yeah, I mean it's. I know it's called the Bell House, but it's not. It's not like a theater. It's, it's just a the, like it's a, a venue. It's a venue. It is a theater, though. I mean, it's a nice theater that a lot of other things happen. It's not just stand up shows. A lot of podcasts taped there. Yeah. Music happens there. Yeah, uh, it fits a lot of people. I think like three fifty, five hundred. I'll tell you what. I would call it a classic rock, a classy rock venue. That sounds a, right. A classy music venue. Bands who you've heard of will play there. How about that? It's not just indie bands. You know what? I think we should spend the rest of this podcast. You know, forget Target. Let's talk about this venue in strange ways. Anyway, yeah, the Bell House. It doesn't you got even, Google. Look it up. It doesn't even matter. But it's just like a very fun event where 50 comics in New York, um, they tell their first joke of the year. And what they do is they do it in two groups. So there'll be like a group of 25 or on stage. And you're sitting on stage um, for that whole group going through doing their first jokes. And then and another group gets cycled on after a brief intermission. Anyway, I'm saying all of this because I was in the first group and I was sitting on stage and this venue is big enough where you can't make out the audience. You can probably make out with the audience. You can I mean, probably, they think you're cool. You can slip them some tongue, but you can't, you can't see real faces unless they're like directly in the front row and sitting directly in the front row off to stage right a tiny bit was Leonard from Dating Around. No. No. Yeah. Do you, you don't know that. I don't know that, but I'm very sure. Was anybody else there to confirm it? See, this is the problem, and this is why <laughs> I said that there were 25 comedians on stage, because everyone around me that I would poke, you know, and be like, hey, psst, hey, psst, psst. hey, look at that guy over there. That looks like Leonard from Dating Around. Everyone would say. Who? 
What's dating around? What the hell are you talking about? I don't watch reality TV. And I was you, like, you, you, you I'm like, it's the greatest dating show on Netflix. Didn't you listen to Nick and I's countdown of our top favorite uh, 2019 shows? We both mentioned it. Yeah. Um, it was actually my number one, was it not? It was. I think oh, no. It, I think da- uh, Dating Around was number two for me. Number one was, um, well, of course, the show that we're going to talk about today. Yeah. And if you guys want to hear the rest, listen to last week's app. Yeah, for real, for real. But um, it was just, I was like trying to take pictures of him, yeah. which was hard to do because I was in the second row <laughs> of comedians. So I was and like also, it people. probably was just an old man. I swear I, it was Leonard. I, I'm sorry. If we have any old, old men that listen to this podcast, uh, pardon what I'm about to say here, but y'all look alike. Old white men be looking alike, Especially folks. if you're bald. Especially if you're bald, much like Leonard. I swear it was Leonard. He was by himself, and I, I seriously considered going like, hey, are you Leonard? Hey, stop the show <laughs> real quick. Old man in the front row. You've been on reality TV before. But I only had two minutes, and I knew that my joke was three minutes, and so I was like, I can't, I can't waste any of the time because I'm already, I know I'm going to go over. Yeah. So I'm going to post the picture of who I think it was on, or is, <laughs> is that like invading someone's privacy? I, I won't post it. I mean, like this it. celebrity was at this show. Somebody <laughs> confirm right now. You know, the I picture. I want to find him and kiss him. I'm going to slip him the tongue. The picture is too blurry. Listen, if you guys think that you could spot Leonard in a blurry picture, <laughs> then email us. You know the email. I don't even have to say it. Well, we already did. And I will send you the picture. I'm not going to put it on social media because if it's not Leonard, I'm kind of against posting pictures of just like regular people. Leonard or bust, folks. Leonard or bust. But Nick, we have something we have to talk about. What? Um, I got a friend request from an ex-boyfriend on Facebook. How do you feel about that? I'm just finding out about that now. <laughs> what do you mean? Uh, we've talked about it before. This person has um, friend requested me in the past, and Ooh. I have. I have. Okay. <laughs> um, it's hot in here. It's getting hot in here. Um, all right. Okay. I knew this day would come. I knew this day would come. Uh, <laughs> you're leaving me. No. Oh, okay. 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 We dated, you know, for under a year. Let's say eight months. Under a year. Eight months. When Eight I, months, that's a real relationship. When I was in my early 20s, um, and since the invention of Facebook, um, he we were friends on Facebook, and then I, I defriended him when I graduated college, because I was like, I'm leaving everything behind. Um, but since then, since I've been in New York, he has friend requested me a couple of times, and in the past, I have deleted it, and then a couple years pass, and he'll friend request me again. Um, this time feels different. What? Well, I'm engaged and I'm just like, I'll just accept his friend request. Well, I mean, can you explain why haven't you accepted it in the first place? I just felt like he was, um, you know, it wasn't the best relationship in Uh the world. uh We dated for eight uh months. I was a young woman. Mm -hmm. It was from 20 to 21. Mm -hmm. And he was, um, he was a bad boy. He was a bad boy, Mm -hmm. much like me. No. Uh-uh. Huh? No. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a bad boy. You're a bad boy. What? <laughs> yeah, I'm a bad boy. Look, I'm about to punch you. Whoops. No, you're a sweet, uh, soft uh, boy. Soft. Damn it. <laughs> you're a sweet. Damn these soft hands. <laughs> you're a gentleman. I've never done a day's work in my life. He was 20. We were both 20. He was like from Brooklyn. I was in, what? I was in North Carolina. You dated some other freaking Gavone? 
<laughs> what is a Gavon? Oh, uh, see, you must have not dated him long enough. He lived in Brooklyn. What's He's a, a Gavon. Gavon. That sounds like a dessert. Gavon's like a Naganooch. What's a Naganooch? Is I, that a pastry? You'll never forget it out. I got that. You'll learn when you learn. All right. But I don't know. I, are you friends with any of your ex girlfriends on Facebook? <laughs> I just spit my coffee across the room. <laughs> <laughs> Why would you ask? You just startled Lily. <laughs> I'm, uh, Lily doesn't have a Facebook account. If she did, she'd be my friend. Um, uh, yes, I think I am. I am friends with uh, uh, a a x. What a x? Wait, I know for a fact you've only had one girlfriend no, before come me. Come on, now. <laughs> I've had one real serious girlfriend, and Is that, that was who a long, you're friends long time with? ago. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <gasps> You guys are still friends on Facebook? Yeah, I don't go on Facebook. We were friends on Facebook because we were dating in the Facebook era. Don't We told everybody at some point, either earlier or on a previous podcast, that I'm 16 years, you're young, you're, you're, you're youngin, you're youngin. So uh, we had Facebook, everybody, I friended her when we were dating. Nick. What? You didn't tell me this. You guys were still friends on yeah, Facebook? Yeah, we're friends, we message. What's the <laughs> deal? I don't that get is, it. Okay, the message part's a lie. Is the friend part a um, lie? I assume we are friends on Facebook. What? Yeah, because I we dated my first year of college. And you guys didn't unfriend each other when you broke up? No, no. I don't think I unfriended her. I might have. I know that she wrote me a lengthy email at some point afterwards, a, a lengthy message, and I I looked at it for a second and never responded. Wow, what did it say? Read it right now. No, Read it because on the pod. It, no, I can't do that. You know, did that's say, that, first of all, that's Patreon shit, dog. All that right, that is Patreon <laughs> shit. That is a good point. Is it like I miss you? I made a mistake. Uh, no, it was uh, it had something to do with some other shit. Um, it, it was a kind email, and I was yeah, I was like yeah, no, because mm, you know she broke up with me. Yeah, I know, and I, you I know remember, my rule. Yeah, I do know your rule. What's my rule, Ash? If you break up with Nick, <laughs> he'll never talk to you again. <laughs> that is my rule. But apparently, he'll stay friends with you on Facebook, uh, which is I didn't think fell Ash, into the rules. Listen, I left her as a friend on Facebook. She's a decent human being. Um, I wish her all the best. But I'll, I'll say this: I haven't had such a a, 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 a dotted past uh, as you have. I mean, you have. There's just men in your wake, uh, Ash. I mean, you've dated you've dated ding around you know mm -hmm. what i mean like you've yeah. had boyfriends i had I a really... high school boyfriend and a college boyfriend and i dated a couple of guys in new york before you yes you had a high school girlfriend yeah and, and i didn't me. go to college <laughs> and then i met you when i was a young boy and then we were together for a long Look, time no one is trying to one-up each other that here sounds like somebody's trying to one-up somebody here <laughs> i am just i'm actually shocked because you have um said to me before that if i ever break up with you you'll never talk to me again yeah that's my rule and the fact that you guys are so friends that's just interesting that's all i don't speak to her i mean few messages here and there so you don't care if i accept his friend request no i don't care that freaking naganooch what do i care <laughs> <laughs> that freaking gavon you don't think he'll tempt me uh i'll I listen <laughs> he's not gonna tempt me <laughs> you know what now that i've seen what goes on on these shows maybe not as long as we're not on like an island somewhere i'm sure yeah. it's fine we are on an island Brooklyn's an island for That's crying true. out loud. You know what I mean? New York is an island. Is it for an island or a loud. peninsula? We're on. You know, we we live in the same borough. You know, if if it wasn't New York City, you'd probably be bumping into this guy. Yeah, every but once like in a while. Brooklyn is the size of Belgium or something. Also, what part of Brooklyn are you living? The Italian part, the no. Bay Ridge. Oh no, 
where all the Naganooches come from. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you just made that word up. Uh, no, I believe I heard that in a Jane Silent Bob You movie. should make sure that you know what that means before you put this podcast <laughs> it out. It was in a movie that yeah, Kevin Smith a lot wrote. of things are in movies. <laughs> True. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. Um, he's in Bay Ridge, um, and uh, you're not going to bump into him. Bay Ridge, people from Bay Ridge do not come to other parts of Brooklyn. I Don't quote me on that, folks. And if you live in Bay Ridge and you go to other parts of Brooklyn, great. But that is really, I mean, you've spent some time down there just yeah. with me. We usually around Christmas time. As and fact, his family. I spent time there with you and his family. I spent. <laughs> what? <laughs> I hung out with his family once. You met us. You met this this Naganucci's family. <laughs> you met this Gavon's family. Yeah, it was twenty one. It was a different time. Oh God, that was thirty years ago. I mean, Nick, how dare you? How dare well, you? you know, a uh, uh, long story short, no. Accept his friend request. I mean, if you're gonna meet him from uh, meet him for coffee like you do with all these other guys, um, then what did I say? Something I shouldn't have said. I don't meet anyone for coffee. Listen, every so often, this is something, and I'm, I don't want to get into this at all, and we're not gonna talk about specifics. But if you are a female, okay, in the in the in the comedy business, what happens is a, a dumb guy will email you, uh, text you, or Facebook message you. Um, and say, hey, listen, I just want to know if you want to get some coffee and talk about some jokes. And then Ashley will meet them and talk about jokes. That's what happens. And I had to let her know when we first started dating that that is a move that other comedians do to hang out with other comic ladies. I don't think that it's just a, I want to hang out with ladies, though. I have had people ask me for advice. Yeah, of course. You can come up with some fucking questions on the way over. No. Uh, hey, why do you write a bit? <laughs> I've had like young guys. Which ask, hand do you hold the microphone in if you don't mind me asking? Oh my God. <laughs> this is ridiculous. I mean, it does happen. You got to admit that does happen. It does happen. But I will say in the past, there's been a couple of these men who have really needed my guidance. <laughs> <laughs> well, most of them do. These gavones. <laughs> okay. You're, we're going to move on and you're going to have to look these words up. <laughs> okay. We'll do. You know what? Is it time? It's time. Okay. Let's take a break right now. When we come back, Folks, we're finally doing it. We're talking about Temptation Island Season 2, the final bonfire, and also the reunion. Stick around. You know you need to hear our takes on this shit. Bye. Well, don't leave us. Well, yeah. Bye for now. Hello, folks. We are back. Ashley, take it away. So before we get into uh, the meat of the discussion, we are going to talk about some sort of extracurricular Temptation Island deep dive that we did over the holiday season. Oh, boy. We had a lot of road trips, folks. We had a lot of road trips, which means we decided to check out some podcasts, specifically um Shari and Javen's podcast. Yes, which is called the Javen and Shari podcast. No, it's called the Shari and Javen podcast, not it's, the Javen and Shari. Excuse me, it is called the <laughs> Shari and Javen podcast. I'm very sorry. And I, I, enjoy, I enjoy, okay, first off, they were our favorite couple from season one. They were, they they were started, my favorite couple. If you remember correctly, Arsh. Arsh. They started as being our least favorite couple. Yes. Because we were like, what's up with Shari? Like, she needs to chill. And we're like, Javen doesn't seem to... Has no personality. Has no personality. And then they split up. And Javen, we're like, oh, wait. Javen's, like, funny. Yeah, like, Javen's he's, great. He's got a great personality. And he's really funny. And he seems to be fun to hang out with. And Shari, you could tell she was just like, 
a hurt deer. Like she was so closed off. Yeah. And even though on the show she didn't seem to open up so much, she kind of did. And then when they reconnected, it was like all warm and fuzzies. I have to say a lot of me liking Shari has to do with the fact that Javen likes her so much. Right. Javen was kind of the star there. Javen was the star. And I know that some people want to say like, what do you mean that was your favorite couple from season one? What about Morgan, Evan, Casey? Like what about the drama they produced? Yes, that was entertainment. But that wasn't the heart of Temptation Island. The heart was Shari and Javen. So we checked out their podcast specifically because they had Rick on um, as a guest. Rick as in Rick and Ashley from season two. Yes. And so we were like, oh, my God, we got to listen to this episode. Nick was very put off. My Nick was very put off by the um, sound quality. Do you remember thinking you were like, I can't really understand. You were having some sound quality issues. Uh, I don't remember that. What I do remember is they are... They aren't presenters. They're not. They don't have the radio voice. Yes, and it was a little slow for me. It was me. a little slow. And I wanna, also, it's like I'm, I'm like, and and in like uh, hour ten of a thirteen hour car ride, it's like if it's not keeping me up while I, you know while I digest my Burger King, then I I can't. I just couldn't do it. So I don't know. Maybe I want to give them the benefit of the doubt because I do like them and I appreciate that they're doing a podcast. I enjoyed the show until they got to the special guest nick asked me why why because they had rick on as a guest and we we're like oh my god it's finally gonna happen and then rick comes on he's like okay guys i'm ready to ask you questions what do you like more mountains or the ocean they do it this or that but the guest was asking the host then they switched it and the host asked the guest but like but personally where's the where's the well what? ash ash i mean we have to be honest they did start talking about that stuff but it was more like they were like you were like my favorite on the show and like you seem to be chill and then like rick seemed like he was just kind of soaking it up you know he's like yeah man i'm doing what i'm doing down there and it's great i'm like this isn't what i'm seeing on the show right yeah. now also here's a uh, the sound quality issue now i remember skype yeah skype in their calls um, or their interviews and the Skype interview, you have to be a technical wizards in order to make a Skype interview sound good. I mean, yeah. honestly, with the podcast that do people that are not in the same room, they're not Skyping. The the good ones are not Skyping. They're do, you're, they're using ISDN lines, which is like a crystal clear. It's basically a direct line to the mic and all that stuff. And it's just they just didn't. It was just not good for the car. And we, I'll be honest, we didn't give it much. Much anything, really. Like, so we can't really judge it, right, Ash? I mean, I liked it and you didn't, is what I thought. Okay. In you the definitely wanted to listen to more, and I was yes. like, get me out of here. Yes. And then next up, we listened to um, Medina's podcast. Medina, as in Rick's temptress, I temptress. guess. Well, she was a single in the, in the men's house. Mm -hmm. I mean, she was a, she was a star, as she far as I'm star. concerned. She went on a lot of dates with Rick. Yeah. And um, she was the one that got friend zoned. We thought she might leave the island with him, but right. we'll get to that. We'll get to right. that. We will get to that. But her podcast is called Cocktails. Get it. T A L E S. Get it. Dirty Discussions. Get it. 1.5 thousand reviews. And you know, that's saying a lot because we actually went to start snooping around to see what other people who have big podcasts with their reviews. And like, not that many people review podcasts. So it's like, 1.5 thousand is a ton. That's a so ton. many. I mean, listeners, that must be 10 times. She must get 10 times that. Yeah. Um, if you have 1.5 thousand reviews, you have 20,000 listeners. Yeah, I, I would imagine that they do. It seems to be a very successful podcast. Um, they've been doing it for a while, too. We did not like it. We did not like it. Specifically now, you. 
Oh, here we go. You're just pinning everything on me, huh? <laughs> All right, fine. Get that govone from fucking South Brooklyn up here. You oh, can man. I meant to look that up during him. the break, and instead I just sipped my tea. Okay, so tell me um, what you thought of the cocktails Medina's podcast. I just found it to be okay. Right. Yeah. There was, the. I think what happened was we were tired, like you said. Yeah. Um, I think it's important to know that immediately after listening to this, we launched into a deep dive of Christmas parody songs. So that gives you an idea of where our mind was at. Um, but, you know, I think... The, the Grandma got run over by Bin Laden. <laughs> an actual song, folks. I thought it was Bin Laden got ran over by a reindeer. <laughs> I would... Grandma no, bin, get, bin Laden got run over by Obama. Was that no, it? No. <laughs> I don't remember. Because he did. Well, who Seal knows? Seal Team 6 was called in by Obama. Listen, yeah. that's a different podcast. That's a different anyway, podcast. there is some wacky ass songs that are borderline and some over the line offensive uh, I, going on on iTunes, folks. I, I think that, you know, the, the, the co host, I think her name was Kiki, she was saying that. She was like talking about her office party and you were like, I can't listen to this, which I think is interesting because that's the kind of shit we talk about uh, at the, on the up top uh, on our podcast. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we didn't fully we didn't fully listen to it. And it was very it's like this is how you make a sexy come in your mouth gin <laughs> drink or something. And it was like if it was a come in your mouth. <laughs> it was something like that. Okay, where it's so like, now I'm starting to recall. Okay. They start off with a drink mixture. So that's top. where the cocktail thing is. Yes. So they they feature a cocktail every episode and it has it ties in with something listen it's, it's like a sex advice show yeah. or something and I, I honestly it was not what i was looking for like i wanted more of the javen and shari situation where it was just like talking about gossiping about reality yeah or giving me insider stuff and you know medina had this podcast going way before she was on this show and honestly it's, it's in, what interests me the most is she they, people were into this podcast way before she was ever on Temptation Island. Which is amazing. It's amazing. And honestly, like, the reviews stopped, like, when the show debuted, which which I would figure that you'd get a shit ton more afterwards. Well, here's the weird thing. And here's the, the reason we're bringing up this podcast, okay? Because we don't want to just say we listened to 20 minutes of a podcast and we didn't finish it. Because that's, that's us not being good investigators, but what we did find out and what we want to report back to you, dear listener, is that they have been doing this podcast for three years. They do it through the entire run of Temptation Island and not once are is as an episode reference does an episode reference Temptation Island. Okay, So now I remember what my comment thought was. that took a lot for me to get that out. I, it was I a lot. stumbled I had to over cut that you off. So. Now I remember. I was blown away by not one comment yeah. on their iTunes not referenced a, Temptation Island. Not one review saying, like, I saw you on Temptation right. Island and I'm, I'm I checked out your I'm also saying iTunes and comments. It's Apple Podcasts and reviews. Not one review saying that, right. but also not one episode that's, like, lessons learned from Temptation Island or, like, what's it like to be a single on Temptation right. Island. Singles. She's not talking about Temptation Island right. at all. Yeah, it was. And I couldn't it's believe bizarre. there wasn't one person to be like, I found her through Temptation Island. I think she's great. Yeah. You know, like nothing. Yeah. It was really strange. But then you go on her gram and she's all about uh, Temptation Island. She talks about it. She has like, you know, a lot of she goes live on the shit. So like you could get it from she Medina. She goes live on the shit. She goes live on the shit. So you could get it from Medina if you want it from Medina, you know, as far as her take. But 
Um, and she was also on this reunion. Um, is there any other non-show stuff you want to address before we get into it? No. I mean, I do have a special surprise for you at the end. So do you want to wait till the end? Yeah. Okay. Uh, all right. So, Ash, why don't you take us through starting with the final bonfire? I don't know who the first couple was. Okay. The first couple. I think we should couple, just talk about each couple. I believe the first couple was. Rick and Ashley? Rick and Ashley. I think it was Rick and Ashley. We'll just talk about the couples as we know them to be. It's not necessarily in chronological order because, once again, the final bonfire did air eight months ago. Right. Um. So, let's talk about Rick and Ashley. Could we talk about them in excitement order? Yes. Okay, let's talk about Isanika and Gavin. Okay. You want to start from the bottom and go up? From the bottom to the top. Okay, so Asanika and Gavin, like, hands down, you know, they were the couple I was most excited about when we watched the casting special, when we watched the first episode. I really thought that both of them were going to blossom on this show. And it turns out that the two of them together is much stronger than the single ones apart, okay? They have um, no, I don't want to say no personality, but Asanika is so closed off in the um in the in the singles house that it's she's not fun like she was on the casting special and then Gavin he was he seemed there's like a, a, a sort of like sweet corniness about him when he was like joking with Asanika. But then in once he's on his in the um male shack, what's it called? The male The male shack. No, you know the male shack. Like, the house, in the, in the, the in, male in the ma- villa. The male villa. Yeah, sure. I think when he's in the guy's villa. villa. The guy's villa. There he's you go. He's not fun except for when he was sucking Peyton's toes. <laughs> but like the, he wasn't like Lady goofy. P. He seemed more kind of like kind of lame. Went with his playfulness. Does that well, make sense? So when they like when they would be on dates, like Gavin would always be like, "I'm not doing that." Like that was like Gavin's big thing. Like yeah. he wasn't. He didn't want to scuba dive. He didn't want to jump out of a thing. He didn't want to yeah. do that. Like he, his whole thing was, just, "I don't do this shit." And then him like, and Asanika, we saw them together as a couple, right? We saw them together as a couple in the casting special. We saw them together as a couple in the first episode, and their their back and forth, their rapport, their their whole. Their whole vibe was fun, and I thought that would continue when they split apart, but it did not. It seems very dependent on them being in a couple. Well, immediately, um, most of the women like clammed up when they went off on their own because it just seemed like all of the men— Well, the Ashleys, I mean. All, well, <laughs> Both Ashleys. Uh, but so, uh, but Asanika was definitely like, uh, I got brought here. I don't know why I'm uncomfortable. And she just was quite honestly, not good television. Yeah. Bad television, um, which is a shame because she seemed like she had a lot of personality. Totally. Um, and it would, you would see a little peaks of it, you know, uh, but yeah. And then Gavin, um, seemed like he was really trying to, he really seemed like he was tempted. He wanted to be tempted, but I don't think he was ever tempted. And he kind of, aside from that toe in his mouth, you know, he was just basically like, you're not going to tempt me. And then so he was like trying to prove himself. Unfortunately, with the editing of this show, it kind of makes it look like he was having a lot more fun than he was. Yeah. um, With the bonfire clips, you know. Bottom line is we're talking about him first because nothing really happened until... The last night in which was not shown to Gavin, where, was his name Kareem? Uh, Maybe. 
whoever Asanaka's boy toy was in the house, who was kind of like being dragged along on all these dates and quote unquote helping Isanaka with the relationship and the experience they are helping her quote unquote grow or whatever the reason is for this show. It was Kareem. So uh, they do something in a bed that involves some some booties and crotches, undercovers. Hair was pulled. Hair was, there was pulled. She had a bun and he pulled her hair. I mean, then... it was a sensual. It was one of the more sensual moments on the show. Yeah. But you know what? Gavin didn't see that. Gavin did not see that before he went to the final bonfire. So he's there trying to be like, yo, let's get back together. Clearly I've grown. She's like, from what I've seen, you have toes in your mouth. And you, and then always, and then had like a quote that she said. She was like, you said you don't know how, what it's going to be like. You know, you don't know if you guys will ever, there was some sort of, verbal thing that she was holding pretty close to her well he said i don't know if she's the one i think exactly and she he held that against gat she held that against gavin and then eventually she was she when presented by mark the demon Wahlberg, that do you want to leave with him do you want to leave with somebody else you want to leave alone she chose to leave with kareem that's right her guy from the house. Now, I think we should go straight jump into the reunion with this couple. Oh, is that how you want to do yeah, this? Yeah, that's how I want to do it. That sounds great. Okay, so that I think you just summed up their bonfire. Yes. It was not that exciting. Oh, Gavin was like, I'd like to go back with Asanika. Yeah, that's it. And then also all, when he realized that Asanika said no, I'm going to go with Kareem. You could tell Gavin was like looking around like at Mark the Demon Wahlberg and like a producer being like, can I choose Lady P? Can we do another take? Can we do this again? Because I'll choose somebody else. Yeah. You know, he clearly felt like he was being, you know, embarrassed a little bit. And that takes us to the reunion. First off, this reunion was a total shit show. Okay. I can't believe they didn't make this two hours. 45 minutes without commercials felt like 10 minutes. It was in sane and with gavin and asanica they seemed very rocky she was upset she left the stage if i'm not she mistaken did. she started crying um and and gavin was holding this final night that she had with kareem it, it seems that he'd been holding that over her head since the show aired yeah he was saying like i don't talk to liars basically yeah that he's like i don't know who she really is yeah, their and- one rule was don't get into the bed with anybody and she broke the one rule and not only that clearly did some other shit and he was cl- holding a grudge and her and kareem are not together not together and she seems like she wanted to get back with gavin but it was also like gavin she- was clearly punishing her gavin was punishing her it just seemed like a really unhealthy like sad situation and to be honest th- it's a bummer for this couple that i was the most excited about to be sort of the most <sighs> heartbreaking yeah, this was not fun, and there was really no resolution I liked here. It was just like, I don't, I couldn't tell. Like, they clearly had been trying to work it out for a long time. Yeah. But Gavin cannot get over what he saw on television. And from what I can tell, at least what he was saying was, maybe it wasn't so much the fact that she did that, which I'm sure it was, but the fact that she probably didn't tell him that happened until it aired. Right. That's what it seemed like, because um, he kept calling her a liar. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, that's, that's the end of their story. It's sad and, and, uh, tough to deal with when you've been on such a long journey with this couple, but 
that's the end for Isanaka and Gabby. I feel bad for them. I really do. I really, really yeah, do. Yeah, they were another victim of Temptation Island. Yeah. Season two. Okay, so up next, let's talk about the next final okay, bonfire. Okay, so I called what the what number one as far as uh, number four as far as entertainment value goes. Yeah. Do you want you want to take a shot at what? Uh, yeah. Or I guess you can rank number three. I think number three for the lowest entertainment would be Rick and Ashley. Um, now I will say I agree. Oh, okay. I agree. I will say that, you know, if we had to, if someone was like, pick your favorite person from this season of Temptation Island, it would 100% be Rick. I walked away from this season having so much respect for Rick, liking Rick, uh, following Rick on social media, wanting to know more about Rick. I just, the way Rick handled this whole situation to me is such a reflection of of um, a high character, a mature person. It seemed like he was hurt by what happened with Ashley. Let us, let us remind you that Ashley on the first night had sex with a man named KB. That's right. A big man, by the way. He looks like he's about seven foot tall. He's giant, and he said that he was the captain now, yeah. if I'm not mistaken. It was bad news. KB's bad. Bad news. KB does seem like bad news. He seems there's a lot of toxic behavior there. Um, now, so- we got to remember that the backstory was that Rick cheated on Ashley. We don't know how many times, but he was having some sort of infidelity issues. It seemed like um, in the past, in they the had past, broken up and that Ashley then they br- got back together, brought Rick on the show to, to see if he would get tempted. Yes. And then he did say um, on like the first or second episode that he wasn't handcuffing her. I'm not going to handcuff her, which she took as he's not my boyfriend. Yes. And that is when she slept with KB. Yes. Um, so let's talk about this bonfire. So they show up and, um, Rick is, this was a very level headed, um, people trying to maintain their emotions. No one lost it. Like in the next two bonfires, Gavin, Gavin and Asanika's, they, it lacked, um, passion. It really did. This one had passion, but it was being held back with Ashley and Rick. Mm. I could feel it between the couple. And basically, Rick was there, and he was waiting for Ashley to apologize. And then she just didn't. And Mark was like, Ashley, who do you want to leave with? And then Ashley was like, can you ask him first? And Mark and Rick was like, he asked you first. Yeah. Um, so what, she was I, playing it safe. Uh, I really think Rick was got walking in there thinking that, okay, I'm going to show up. I've been good all season. I, I sent her a message that was loving. I'm going to be the guy who was there for her, understanding, going to take her back, going to accept her apology. We'll leave together. And I'm going to lo- I'm gonna come out smelling like roses here. And he sat down and he looked at Ashley and Ashley really stone-faced him. Yeah, she did. Wouldn't give him an inch. Yeah. And Rick, you could was like... Like once he was like, okay, you know, I love you. And I noticed that you did some things, but I get it. Like we've had some problems in the past and I'm ready to move on. And, you know, I think, you know, I'm ready for your apology basically. And Ashley didn't really give him one. And then Rick was like, you could tell like his demeanor kind of dropped a little bit. He looked at the demon uh, Mark Wahlberg and was kind of like, fuck like what the fuck this is my whole plan and then he kind of looked at her and was like what the fuck i'm pissed off at you now i have to kind of stoke the fire a little bit yeah and he was like i heard you so then he starts saying like i heard you say this i saw this right like he's having to like bring up things now to get her to be like yeah i'm sorry about that yes and then finally she kind of squeaked an apology out and then mark asked her because you know he kind of does it in dramatic as the most dramatic you could possibly do it and she 
bounces the ball back to Mark and asks if he could ask Rick. And Rick's like, what the fuck? Yes, I'll take you back. <laughs> like, come on, let's go leave together. And then as soon as, as, soon as she said that. As soon as he said as that. As soon as he said that. She relaxed. She was just so relieved. Yeah. Oh, my God. And then she wanted to leave the island with him, too. And then they yes. got in the car. They left the island together. You could tell she probably didn't realize. She probably thought that he, he might want to leave with Medina and she'd look like an idiot. Yeah. Um, which I kind of get, but still. Uh, so, yeah, they leave the island together and they kind of look like they're ready to work things out. But, you know, it didn't go. I was more on the Rick train here where I thought that it was going to go the way Rick yeah. thought it was going to go. And I thought she was going to gro- apologize, grovel, we'll cut, take me back. I mean, we're going to cut to this reunion as we did with the first couple. I liked Ashley a lot less at this reunion. She didn't look great. I, I really liked Ashley and I felt for her on the island. I liked them as a couple. And then watching them with time passed and them watching the show and like them like, I don't know what it was, but... There was just like a lot of, I don't know, a lot of attitude coming from Ashley towards Medina, who I thought came off real nice on this show. Yeah. Who knows what's been going on off air. They but seem to have um, like social media uh, beef. Yeah, I don't really know. It was like know. all of a sudden it got real Hollywood at this reunion. Yeah. And I was like, oh, these poor couples. And it, it made me like this couple a whole lot less. Rick remained cool. He remained calm. Yeah. Um, he had like a little back and forth with KB. KB was there. Oh, KB God. KB off the KB, stage. the maniac, was there. Why would you have KB there? That's so crazy to me. Um, but like, And then Rick was like even like, yeah, well, you know, I just want to check KB for like screaming in my girlfriend's face and you shouldn't be like that and of course kb like immediately was like you're not checking anybody like i'm eight foot tall and it was like uh and then rick was like okay you know it was like weird um and it seemed as though ashley and kb kind of buried the hatchet weird and like we're like almost feel like that they had like there was legs for a relationship there and on the other side of the coin, Rick and Medina seemed yeah. like that they had been kind of talking. And Rick was like, the way Ashley was speaking to Medina only pushed Rick closer to Medina and was like, kind of like, you know, Mark was like, yo, Rick, like, do you think maybe you and Medina? He's like, I'm not going to rule anything out. I, I like Medina. She's great. You know, Rick and Medina seem like they're on the same maturity R- level. I'm shipping Rick and Medina. At this I point. am too, to be honest. Something that I found interesting is that Rick said he saw Ashley get played by KB right. when he watched this season. Right. And I don't think he understood that that's what happened. I think when he was on the island, he thought Ashley had called it off. So right. that's an interesting reveal, you know, to be watching it and that under those terms. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, they might. That might can you imagine watching this show I after would, you've been on it? I can, can you imagine? I would never. I can't even watch stand-up clips of mine. Aye, aye, aye. I can barely. I can watch things I've acted in, maybe, and then I have to watch them over and over again to make sure it's okay. I mean, this was not fun to watch Rick and Ashley. They were really. It was a tumultuous time uh, on that reunion stage. By the way, this reunion, just seeing Mark host a reunion show, it was like, what is going on here? Mark Wahlberg was not built to host a reality TV trashy reunion. He's really not. It just felt so weird. I loved every second of it. Don't get me wrong, but it's felt so wrong. Incredible reunion, way too short. My main issue with the reunion 
was that they had like, let's check in with couples from last season when it's like, dog, what are you doing? There is so much juicy drama happening on this stage. Show us more of that. They brought out Casey and Evan. They brought, oh no, excuse me, not Casey. Evan and Morgan. Morgan. They brought out. Shari. Shari and Javen. Yeah. I think that was it. And that was it. Yeah. But it's like. And they had like zero time. They were like, we have a podcast. It's like. It's like. <laughs> it did. You did find out they had a podcast. Why are they spending 10 minutes on this when that reunion could have been a double parter? Yeah. Um, okay. So you want to do the next couple? Do you yeah, have anything yeah. more to say about Rick and Ashley? No. I wish them luck. I like Rick. Um, you know, as far as that, the way he was speaking on the uh, Shari and Javen podcast, it seems like he's enjoy- he's enjoying his time on that show. He came out smelling like roses, as I said before. I think Rick uh, looked really good. I yeah, think the way he too. behaved. Me too. Or, you know, just the way he handled that, it reflected on, um, you know, a, a character that I find very appealing. Mm-hmm. I, I liked him. And I, I hope we get to see him in some uh, facet somewhere else. I well, feel like he could be on television. He's in the Nike campaign right now. Is he? Yeah. Is he, is he an actor? Is that what's going on with he's Rick? He's a fitness model. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, man. I think I think Rick I think Rick will be do fine without Ashley. I wish Rick the best. Sure. Uh, what do we got next? Number so, three. So I'm gonna say. I, let's say it at the same time. Okay. One, One two, two, three. Casey, Casey and, and Ashley. Ashley. High five. I can remember her name. Uh- <laughs> I'm just glad you didn't do the other one. No, the other one, I mean, we both talked about this. Yeah, it's incredible. So Casey and Ashley, I mean, this is your this story, if you've been keeping up. Um, uh, Ashley was brought there by Casey. Casey is, by the way, Casey is the, the man in the relationship. Um, and uh, Casey brought his girlfriend, Ashley, there, who's very young, and basically was like... Uh, wanted to test their relationship for some reason. It didn't seem like they had any existing problems. The one thing was that Ashley was upset that Casey hangs out with ex-girlfriends. Yeah. Uh, friend level. Yeah. And then he was kind of like, get over it. Yeah. But brought her on the show for some reason. Like, yeah. why? Doesn't yeah. make any sense at all. Seemed like he just wanted to be on this show. I think he's like a reality television guy. Right. Like, he's, he's audition. He's uh, he's answering casting calls, is my guess. So he seemed like he was doing fine as far as not being tempted. Like, there was, it was his birthday. The girls gave him, like, a lap dance. But it was pretty boring. I will say, he didn't come across as being tempted. He did come across as kind of, like, not that likable. Yes, of course. Yeah. And then what happened was... Ashley's already like in shambles over in the girl's villa. Yeah. Like doesn't know why she's there. Like really uncomfortable with the whole thing. And then she sees a clip at a bonfire where Casey says, I'd be fine if Ashley wasn't with me. I'd just go right back to dating anybody I wanted to. Yeah. And that set Ashley on fire to where it was like, hey, now I'm an all star. I'm a rock star. It's time to see Deke. Well, I don't think she went straight to Deke. I think there was also the Peyton video where she got like a message from Peyton oh, right, being like, right, right, right. Ashley, run. Lady if P. Casey, you know, I want, if I could talk to Casey's girlfriend, I would say, run, Ashley. He is not good. Like, get, and she was like, what is this girl trying to tell me? Um, and then there was also the Casey clip. He did another thing, the lap dance. 
Right, she saw the lap dance. She saw that weird clip, which we've never seen a clip from one of the singles to yeah. a person in the opposite villa. That just means they had nothing to show her. It was crazy. Um, um and so- then and then, but really, the big the big one was the fact that he said, "I'd be fine without her. I'd go back to doing what I used to do, which is date whoever I wanted." Yeah, that like literally turned this girl into a woman. Like she <laughs> all of a sudden let her hair down. She uh, it was a big thing where her booty kept coming out, like, and everybody was like look at her booty we love it and she's like has the love triangle with uh ben is that his name yeah ben, ben and, deke. and deke and mm-hmm. then eventually sends deke home yeah because deke was a loser deke was like an uglier ben uh, well, deke was also like deke's like pity party over when he like put like rose petals yeah. on her bed and then she didn't like give him what he wanted and he was like but i've but i put rose petals on your bed i was like get out of here with that entitled ass behavior yeah it was crazy it's, it's the future, dog. Yeah. You can't be just being like, I put rose petals on your bed. Now you should kiss me. Yeah, you gotta kiss me, man. It was bizarre. So anyway, we get to this final bonfire. Yes. And by the way, Ashley had hooked up with Ben on... Ashley's been hooking up with Ben for a couple days and on the last date. Yeah. Her and Ben are good to go. They're looking at each other like they're in love. Right. I mean, the cinematography alone on their under the waterfall makeout right. on that last date. It was like, I didn't have... There was no doubt in my mind that she was leaving with Ben. And she was kind of playing it like, I haven't really decided what I'm going to do yet. And I was like, yeah, right, bitch. I know what you're doing. Yeah. And the meanwhile, Casey, on his date, he was buying an engagement ring to propose to Ashley. Yeah, he was like, it was like the, the last minute move, the Hail Mary pass. It was crazy, um, and he was going to propose. So we get to this final bonfire. They're talking. Ashley says everything that she has to say to Casey. I can't believe you did this. You brought me here. You, you acted like an asshole. Lap dances. You're saying that you know you'd be fine without me. And Casey's like, "Don't worry about that. All uh, any of that, darling." Because on my final date. Okay, I don't think it happened like that. Okay, explain. I, I'm, I'm foggy. Me, Go ahead. To me, it seemed like she, he could tell that he was losing her, and he was like, okay, but Ashley, but it's different, and this is what it's going to, and it's like he started getting on one knee, and she was like, no. Like, she, yeah, like, she was, was like, like, don't do this. Don't, she, it didn't see, it seemed like it was like, he was like, I have to ask right this. He'd already lost the battle. Yeah. He was trying to win the war. Yeah. Um, And it, it felt so cringy it was super cringe i felt bad for both of them yeah and she was just like why'd you do that yeah that's terrible yeah and he's like crying he's crying actually please that dude cried so much on the show it's crazy and i never saw one tear i just saw a face that was contorted in pain and so eventually ashley leaves with ben Mm -hmm. and casey leaves alone and he's like i'm gonna he's He's like like, she's gotta get her stuff gotta get her shit yeah she's gotta get her (laughs) stuff i'll wear her down wow i mean it was bad and then cut to the reunion and Casey is not there. Wow. He can't handle it. Wow. Yeah. He, he had to take a mental day. was very upset at the edit he got on yeah. the show. What was that? You had found that out early in the show. Yeah. I don't really know. I just, I, I know that he thinks that like that scene, for example, where he says he'd be okay if they broke up. That, that he thinks that was doctored by producers. Well, you know, at the time, which that happened very early in this season, at the time I, I tended to agree, uh, to agree with him because I was kind of like, whoa, they are like out of contexting this a little bit because I didn't see him as like a threat. I didn't see him as a bad guy at this point. I kind of felt like everything up to that point, he was like, I'm not getting involved in any of this. I'm not going to get in the hot tub. I think he there. meant like gonna... they Frankensteined his words, like they cut words right. in and out to make a if, sentence. If that's the case, then that shame on them. 
But uh, I, I didn't know. I thought I was kind of with him on that. But then it's like, dude, you know, you're on television. He's, there's that scene in which he's like, don't worry. I'm just going to propose to her. I used to be a salesman. Like, I can convince anybody. Yeah. I'm like, you're still on TV, dude. Yeah, I will sh- say also I learned that the girls who were in the hot tub with him were like, yeah, he definitely said that. Oh, okay. So, yeah. yeah, he was lying. I don't know. I mean, maybe, it, who knows? Who knows? Well, regardless, he couldn't show up. He couldn't he make couldn't, it to the reunion. But who was there was Ashley and uh, Ben. And Ben. And they And only, so was Peyton. I. Oh, that's true. I yeah. really did enjoy that where, like, Peyton, like, kind of apologized or something. And then um, Ashley was like, okay. And then, and then it was either Kate or the other Ashley were like. I think it was the other Ashley. She was like, Somebody yeah, put a quarter fucking, in Ashley that night. Your fucking video fucked her up, you yeah, know? Like, like, the, I've, she, 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 other Ashley, and I do want to give her props for this, even though we yeah. kind of dogged her a little bit on the previous thing. She stood up for Ashley saying, like, that was wrong. You try to manipulate her. Yeah. And just to get screen time and all that stuff. Yeah. So um, I'm glad that was said because that was pretty clear to me that that was what was going on. Yeah, that was lame. And it was like, what what put you in tears that Casey did? He's just like like a boring guy yeah, like I mean, why would you be crying ro- there's like, a little robotness about him it made it made no sense to me when that was happening and i'm glad somebody called her out on it but uh yeah ashley then we figure we find out about what's going been going on with ashley and ben they broke up like three days after they left the island apparently they went to like hang out together and then like right before she, ashley showed up to ben's like he went on like a camping trip with like 12 topless teenagers or something like it was some like <laughs> crazy thing it was like yeah he went on a camping trip with like six of his hottest uh, girl best friends like it's normal or, or something like that she like went and met casey and like slept with him and right, there were all these girls together. she was like we didn't sleep together and then like like the girl that Casey went on the final date with, I think her name was Rachel or something. She was like, he told me that you guys slept together. And right. it's like, you know, it was just like, what the fuck, man? I cannot believe her and Ben are not still together. I yeah. am honestly in shock about that. It was crazy. I mean, so far we are three for three on bullshit here. As... It's wild. Um, wild, wild, I mean, anything wild. else happen in that? Uh, thing about it was tough because Casey wasn't there. Yeah, I wish Casey had been there. Yeah, for real. I really he do. ruined my television experience. Yeah. Um, up next is uh, the only people that can be up next is Kate and David. Holy shit, Kate and David! This Holy bonfire might have been the shit. best moment of the entire. Th- I mean, honestly, their bonfire plus their reunion was probably the best moments on this show, hands down. So thank you to David and thank you to Kate for being such vapid morons. And thank you for, <laughs> I guess, the human body for producing that snot that right. came out of David's face. Let's tell you about that. So we get to this bonfire. And Kate is doing great. Honestly, she looked great at this bonfire. She held to everything that she said she was going to hold to. She was stone-faced, this guy. David showed up, tried to, was clearly going to leave with uh, Tostitos. What was her name? You got it. It wasn't Tostitos. Tatiana. I don't remember. Totina. Totina. Totino's Pizza Rolls. Yeah. Whatever her name was. Um, but she, what was her name? Tatonic? I will find out while you keep talking. So. The blonde. The blonde with no personality. Um, so he basically tried to show up being like, listen, I know Tonita. you. Tonita. Tonita. Tried to tell, David tried to tell Kate, like, hey, listen, like, I know you saw a lot of stuff, but as you can tell, I'm learning. 
Okay, I'm I'm learning how to I be came emotional. I on this show to find out more about who I am yeah. and to prove to and you. look, I cried. I never cry. He's crying right now. Yeah, like, and he's like, I've never cried before. And it just so happened that I also fell for someone while I was here. And then she was like, uh, okay, yeah. you're a bullshitter. And she's you like, what lied about, to me. What about those other girls I saw you like having threesomes ho- with? Yeah, and he's like, my okay, yeah, sure, sure. Yeah, there's she that. saw that, and and we've moved past that. And she was like, a girl saw that behavior from you and still wants to be with you that's sad that's That's really sad sad. like she got him she got him and she got tostitos and it was great um i loved it so much i thought she really got and now now david's crying crying so we find out that um uh kate's gonna leave alone yep david is gonna go with tanita yep and but not before david's blubbering i guess he's never cried before he's kind of snotting he goes and hugs Mark. Mark gives him a hug. No. No, he's hugs he her hugs Kate. Kate. He gets snot, snot drips on her shoulder. Snot and drips on her shoulder. Mark we see this. Mark hugs her, and he like, Mark's hand touches it, and he like pulls back. And it's like, like a slime track, like, and you see him like wipe his hand on his... It's the grossest, funniest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> Couldn't believe it. I can't believe they didn't talk about it at the reunion. Yeah, that was wild. So you think everything's going to be all cool. They're going to be broken up, and we'll see how they've... Uh... So we get... So this goddamn reunion and what happens, Ash? They're they're together, dude. They're like together. They're together, and not only are they together, but he's like clearly been lying to her. Oh okay, my God. so he's I mean, like clearly some sort of a nutcase or a lie, like yeah. a like a psycho. A, uh, pathological liar sam was there who was the girl he hooked up with and sent home and apparently she had also hooked up with him since he moved to la to be with tonita to he like i'm so worked up kate learns that tonita like introduced him to her family and you can hear her she's like she met you met her family and he's like that's a lie you met her mother that's a lie. And like Sam's like, we'd have, we definitely kissed. And he's like, we never kissed. And she's like, we kissed. And it's just like all these girls on stage are being like, he's lying. And it was like, yeah, we kissed. They show a clip of them sneaking away to kiss in the um, control room on the show and they get kicked out. And he's like, that didn't happen. He's like, yeah. You just saw it. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, we slept together. She's like, well, I can't believe this girl who I never kissed is saying we slept together. That's nuts. Yeah. <laughs> like, exactly. I mean, it was wild. <laughs> it and was like, crazy. And all the girls are like this guy's bad like kate get away from this guy get away from him and, and then even like, tonita it was like the first time yeah. we saw some personality from tonita because she was like i think you used me yeah, like you're like you want to be an actor you use me to get to la yeah uh it was this was crazy it was crazy and then let's i don't even want to mention dom because i don't i didn't like him throughout the entire show and i didn't like him at this reunion but he was like trying to like give kate gruff because like he thinks that she like led him on or something i don't know what was going on with dom but he also seemed like he was just trying to get 15 minutes of fame yeah poor dom he really didn't have anything on this show and he really tried to get something going with whoever was there yeah and kate just kind of used him as like a person to go on dates with I cannot believe that Kate got back together with David. I cannot believe. You know what? First off, kudos on the reunion for starting off so strong with this storyline. Because it like immediately pulled us in. We were like, what the fuck? It was like a record scratch. Like, you know, because these girls were like, like Sam was like, I saw you, Kate, post a picture on your Instagram. And I know that's David's balcony because I was there sleeping with, I had sex with him there. And Kate's like, what? Is this true? And then, you know, like Nick said, David's like, why would a girl that I've never kissed, why would I sleep with a girl that I never kissed? Okay. (laughs) They're like, 
you did both. Yeah, it's so obvious he is lying. Uh, he's, he, I mean, to lie like that. Can you imagine if he could lie like that? It'd be incredible. Um, was there anything else that happened that was, I mean, it ended with these other couples. Like, yeah, we already I talked think about that's it. whack. I would have liked more reunion personally. Regardless, they need to re, uh, challenge this franchise. Yeah. Meaning like crank one out quick because I need a season three in my life as soon as possible. I can't wait this long. Yeah. I mean, this show is fantastic. This show does such a good job of being like very sort of dirty manipulative and exploitive and then also containing heart yeah. you know because you've got rick right he's the heart of the show and like last season um shari and Jav- javen were the heart of the show so it's like you gotta have heart or you're just another tlc show <laughs> folks that's been the no it's not oh what 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 do you mean that's not it i told you i had a present for you oh my god i forgot I had a surprise guys i okay. almost ended it before so, our surprise rick his last name is flair rick flair no it's not yes it is <laughs> yes it is and he did rick flair is the name of a uh one of the most famous wrestlers of all time mm-hmm. Who you charlotte's love. own by yeah. the way charlotte's yeah. own north carolina baby i love rick flair that's where the woo comes from woo Everybody knows that's a Ric Flair woo. You're a big fan. I am a big fan. So he did an Ask Me Another on Reddit, and I swore off going on Celebrity Reddit, but I went on here just for this, and um, I want I screenshot some things I want to share with you. Okay. Okay, so how frequently do you get Ric Flair jokes? And then he says, I get Ric Flair jokes every day. Ric Flair, drop, go, woo! <laughs> <laughs> Fun fact, I used to be a huge WWF, WCW fan, and Ric Flair was one of my favorite wrestlers along with ultimate warrior hulk hogan bret hart Shawn michaels and razor ramon the classic so he's like my age and that all adds up yeah okay next thing i thought you'd enjoy yeah someone asked him what his favorite part of the show was and his said my oh no people asked him what his favorite part of the villa was and he said my favorite part of the villa was the actual villa the pantry was stocked with food every day (laughs) we had a dope view of other hawaiian islands and there's nothing better than the sunsets out there oh so i thought that that was interesting you'd find that interesting i like the pantry now i need to know what's in that pantry dog People asked who he was close to on the show, and he says, I'm close with David and Gavin. We talk often. Hmm. He's close with David. Yeah. Mm, okay. Interesting. No mention of Casey. The old good old boy bullshit. Back again. All right. Next up, um, he someone asked him about like what was his knowledge of the show before going on, and he said that he didn't watch the first season. And when, <laughs> oh, no. I know, which is like, come oh, on, Rick. Oh, Rick Flair. Rick. He said when Ashley told him about it, he watched one episode but not fully. He wanted to take on the challenge after the fact and wanted to prove Ashley wrong. Oh, my God. Rick, Rick, Rick. Yeah, I can't believe he didn't watch the first season. You're, Can you, know, you imagine? He, they put this first season in front of Rick. Rick was like, you're not going to tempt me. <laughs> <laughs> you're not going to tempt me. Okay, next up, people asked about what his like day, the usual day was like. Uh-huh. And I think this is just an interesting little peek behind the reality television curtain. He said a typical day would start with production waking them up around 7.30. They would do their routine, like work out, make breakfast, and then they would shoot reality which is in quotation marks which was us basically hanging and doing our thing and connecting with the ladies in the house um then he asked about medina and like if a producer was manipulating the storyline he said 
I noticed production started pushing uh, Medina on me after seeing some sparks between us. There wasn't any manipulation there. Producers were um, in both of our ears, though, like Medina's feeling you. So you should give her a chance. Shit like that. Yeah. So people are like, they're like whispering little yeah, things. Of course. Of course. Yeah. That's how you make this shit. Then they said, what did you think about your edit? And what do you think about Casey complaining about his edit? And Rick said that he felt his edit was accurate, which is like a... That's good. That's, that's nice. Great. Yeah, that's great. I mean, he came out looking good, so we would hope so. And then he said, Casey, on the other hand, he's split, okay? Rick is split. Um because Casey was all about his girlfriend like 100% of the time, which sometimes turned off the girls, and then sometimes it may have come off harsh, but that's just Casey. When he's committed to something, uh, nothing's going to take him away from that. So I, I don't really know. I think he's saying he's split on it because it, Casey was like so for his girlfriend in the house, and that we saw at viewers at home sort of maybe him not being for his girlfriend. We didn't see all of that, but we did see. That's what I was seeing up until it all broke down. Well, um, we saw in the beginning. We saw um, some, like you know, some stuff with Peyton. Seemed like they might have a connection. A little some stuff bit, with but they, all he would do is talk about his girlfriend, and then there was that that lap dance thing, which was like bullshit it was his yeah. birthday these girls are drunk everybody's drunk in a house it's like what do you think's gonna go on what what's what do you think are you supposed to do you're like you're in a you've put yourself in this situation like at least girls are gonna dance around if you're in the guy's villa um and you're gonna be privy to that yeah you know he wasn't like kb in the situation you know what i mean was any questions about kb in this okay so someone asked him like uh, when did you find out that Ashley slept with KB? And like, are the clips that you see at the bonfire yeah, different good. than the ones we see at home? And he said, um, so the clip I saw at the bonfire was completely different huh. from what you guys saw. What I saw was Ashley and KB leaving the bathroom and then cuddling in bed. I was shocked then, but I was even more shocked when I saw the new edit that was viewed nationally. Interesting, because like they wow. show there, and of course they're going to make different changes based on what the storylines end up being. Yeah. That's interesting. Wow, wow That really wow, changes wow. the game, the fact that we're not seeing what they're seeing. Yes. Um, but like, what about like, like if Kim and KB ever had any content, was there anything like that? I didn't, I didn't find asked? about that. I didn't find anything else. I'm curious on what that. happened at that reunion if they bumped into each other. They'd I think he keep said like KB's cool <laughs> at some point in yeah. there and that asked me another. Yeah. Uh, you could, I mean, look, that asked me to anything. Me, the, 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 to me, that means they're, he's over actually. Yeah. And he should be. Well, so that was my little present. Well, I love that. That was great. Ash. Yeah. And thank you so much for listening guys. Uh, do us a favor. As we said earlier, Follow us on all platforms at Reality Blows Pod on Twitter at Reality Blows Podcast on Instagram. You can email us at Reality Blows Podcast at gmail.com. And of course, sign up for a Patreon. $5 a month gets you a sticker and two extra episodes at least from us. And uh, our, our first uh, and only at the moment uh, Patreon show, we talked about our New Year's resolutions and got kind of personal, even more than we do on here. So, uh, you know, if you want to know, check it out. Um, and that has been the show. Thank you for listening. We will talk to you next Monday. Bye.